Welcome to Courage in Action. We are a sisterhood of women empowering women to be everything we are meant to be. I'm your host, Naluka Kotagata, and it is my privilege to join your life journey as we connect with some extraordinary, triumphant, and beautifully imperfect women through this podcast. Together, we hope to inspire you to take action towards your life goals, one courageous step at a time. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courage in Action. I hope our conversation today will bring a smile to your face and keep it there all day. Anna Normando has been on a journey of self-discovery, which brought her to a place of genuine happiness. Today, she's a motivational podcaster who encourages her community to seek their version of happier rather than spending their lives meeting the expectations of other people. I am sure many of you out there can relate to that. I know I certainly can, and I'm super excited to dive into this subject. So let's get started. Welcome, Bana. Thanks, Deluca. I'm excited to be here. Amazing. So first of all, your podcast is great. I listened to a couple of episodes, so congratulations to you on that. Um, And secondly, (laughs) you often talk about uh, your journey to happier. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and how you got to where you are today? Absolutely. So a couple of years ago, I was at a conference with a couple of friends and I literally just went to the conference for girlfriend weekend. That was my whole intent. So we're sitting at the conference and the speaker says, what is the dream in your heart? And we were Mm -hmm. a group of three and I turned to the friend to the left and she excitedly shared hers. And I turned to the friend on the right and she excitedly shared hers. And then there was me and I didn't have an answer. I actually, I felt empty. I cried. It was, it was this big traumatic event for me, which was a pretty basic question when you think about it. Um, I would feel the same though. I think I would have, I would struggle with the same thing. Well, and I think that's it, right? I think a lot of people who were at that conference, they they had big dreams and that's why they were there. (laughs) I was just there to hang out with my friend. (laughs) We met halfway. Yeah. And I'm like, what? You're asking tough questions. So it took me a while. Like, so then, you know, the, this speaker ended and we're going to lunch and I, I finally said, you you know what, you guys, I think I figured it out. And they're like, oh yeah. Like, what is it? And I said, well, I don't know what the dream is, but here's the scoop. I don't, I don't think I actually like myself. And I think I need to get to know myself and love who I am before I can figure out my dream. Wow. I think I've just, I've just lived a life of living up to other people's expectations for so long that what is the dream in my heart? I don't know because I don't know my heart. I don't know me. And that's what started this journey. So I, I went home from this conference and that it was seriously such a big event for me. I didn't say a word to anyone. And I just told myself you from now until Christmas, which was about four months, you are just going to get to know yourself. And I started journaling. And I'd never journaled before. I always thought it was like a diary. It was exhausting. I didn't <laughs> like it. I'm like, what if somebody reads this? And yeah. but this time I just gave myself permission to be me. And I would, you know, I did a lot of self-help books reading. I did a lot of yoga, meditation, working out. And then when I, when I felt like it, I just, I wrote, I think I consider it writing a letter to my future self. Like this is what I was thinking on this day and feeling. Mm. And what happened in there is I told myself, I don't have to make any decisions. I don't have to know the dream in my heart until December. And then I'll just, I'll revisit that question. And 
what happened is, is, you know, kind of beginning of January, I did the four months and I went back and I started reading through there. And October 21st of that journey, I wrote down, you know, I need to find me and I think I'm not alone. I should invite other people on this journey with me and do a podcast. And, and that's where, cool. and I read that, I know, but I read that and I was like nauseous, sick, like, oh gosh, <laughs> You're no, like, no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, I am not putting myself out there for other people to judge me and look down their nose at me. And who does she think she is? You know, all of those. Yeah. Like just fear of judgment uh, issues, but it just Very kept real coming for up. A lot of, a lot of people, but exactly. Right. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. How did you, how did you then get past that? How did I get over it? So I think, so I'm a firm believer that, you know, if you listen, the answers come and it just, I kept reading and I thought, oh, this is such a big, scary thing. I don't know. But then I thought we have to trust this. Like, this is what came out of this process. You put yourself through this process. So I started doing my research, um, but I am a self-help book junkie. Like I love reading and learning. And I've always been that person who, you know, you're, you're chatting with girlfriends. I'm majorly social and I'm chatting with girlfriends. No, really? (laughs) We're talking about stuff and I'm like, Oh, have you read this book? So-and-so says you should try this or, you know, whatever, like that's always been me. And so I thought, well, the podcast is kind of just an extension of that, except I don't, you know, I don't just have a couple of girlfriends in front of me that we're discussing the stuff. I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just sharing me in my closet. (laughs) and a microphone. Um, I and, love that. <laughs> yeah. So, but then, you know, um, I loved, you know, you asked some questions in preparation for this interview and I, it really made me go back and say like, what really pushed me over? And, you know, when I, when I was starting one of the courses that I took on starting a podcast, it said, how would you define success? And hmm. you, you know what? <laughs> First That's step. A good I question have, too. It is right. And so three levels of success for me, the first one was actually starting. Like it was such a big, scary goal for me that if I actually did it and published a podcast, to me, that was success. I did something that scared the boots off of me. Well, and you're putting yourself out there entirely, right? Like, because your initial podcasts were just you, right? Oh yeah. They were just me for uh, a year, you know? Yeah. And, um, Yes, it it was this. I am so afraid of other people's opinions and voices. Um, I was, let me say, sorry, I was. Now I'm learning that. There you go. <laughs> being, being brave is addictive, and um, and once I love and accept who I am, and I'm a goofball, I'm silly, I screw up, I am very imperfect. But when I allow myself to show that to other people then I think it allows other people to, to, to love themselves. Like, it's okay. If that crazy lady out there can do it, then <laughs> so can I, right? So, yeah. Um, and there was a quote uh, I love, like I said, I found when I was doing, um, answering your questions for the podcast. And it was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically, we need to be brave with our lives so other people can be brave with theirs. And that just really mm. hit me like, that is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be humble enough to put yourself out there so that other people can too. And I just, that just spoke to me. Yeah. That's um along the lines of like Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and how um, that's the only way to truly live your life is when you can be vulnerable in a, in a sort of safe space, right? Like that's, 
I think, and that's what we talk about in terms of courage. Like courage by definition is doing something even though you're afraid of it. It's not about yes. being not afraid. So I love your addiction to bravery and the, the connection with like courage and what we talk about all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So how did you find the time and space for four months of, was it purely focusing on yourself or were you mm -hmm. managing that with all the crazy of life? Oh yeah, no, I was still living my everyday life uh, and okay. just slid this in on the side. Now I um, am self-employed. I work from home. Um, okay. And so back then it was pre COVID. So there was nobody else in my house. So, you know, as I did my morning routine, it would be, you know, it would be in there. Or if it was a crazy day, it might be one thirty in the afternoon. And, and sure. that was a big thing for me. So when I talk about journaling to other people, because again, I'm such a convert now, I just say, <laughs> like just it's just a letter to your future self just if you have five minutes to sit down and write this is what i'm thinking um mm -hmm. and it's just fascinating i still love going back into my journals and actually if i'm stuck for a topic for the po podcast i go back into my journals and i just read until something jumps out at me and then i and then i go with it oh that's very cool and i, I love journaling now too i'm not i wouldn't say i'm very good at it i don't do it every day or anything like that but i do when I'm struggling with something like writing is very cathartic for me, but um, for me, it's physically writing in a book, but I know some people like to do it on their computers or whatever. So I think you just sort of adapt it to your style and your, your life. Is it sort of part of a toolkit of self-discovery? I agree. I think I'm like you. I have colored pens. Yes. I, <laughs> I like the look of my, I'm always excited when I get a fresh journal. I take the time to decorate it, but that's, that's me. That's just something I found, you know, and Brene Brown says to be creative. So like I yes. literally have Brene Brown's, um, <laughs> the, her list of 10 things that make yes. you, what's the word I'm looking for? The Your authentic self or wholehearted people, wholehearted, wholehearted people. people. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I learned so much from her. I, I think I've read every book that she's written. Um, yeah. yeah. I, and again, I love that she was brave enough because, you know, she talks about when she did her first Ted talk that went viral, yes. how she yes. was horrified. Right. And I thought, man, if she hadn't done that, I wouldn't have learned all that from her, all those right? beautiful messages that she had to share. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you. There are people who, uh, one of my very best friends, she is not a write it out person. She's a, a technical person. I'm like, oh, I can't, that's not me, but I don't think it matters. Right. I think it's the process of just being alone with yourself and, and just mm. putting your thoughts on, on something on paper, on computer, whatever, but it's, it's your process. It has to work for you. Is that the first step though? Is just like write something down the first step. Well, one of the things I will say is I'm not an expert in anybody except for myself. I think that's my Fair. biggest message to people, but I do definitely encourage on your journey that I really think that that's a part of it is getting to know love and trust yourself. Because I think the more you learn to, the more you get to know yourself and, and even just like, you can start with like, um, and, <laughs> and then trust because there's so many decisions. And, um, like one of the things that I do is after the first year of the podcast, I created this thing called the 21 day happiness challenge. And it's little actionable steps. It's things that I learned over that year of podcasting that I was like, this really works. Like they're just little things. And so is it the first step journaling? 
it might be for some people for me obviously it was but what that what happened though is as i read more and did the podcast i learned all these little things that we can add into our life so if somebody's not ready for journaling because that can be really scary to get to know yourself like it's like oh i don't i do not want to open that that's there's a lot of emotion it, in there that i've been hiding it right? does like it things that come out you're like well where did that come from <laughs> right and so for yes. a lot of people i think that's scary so in the challenge um i just tell people it's 21 days and it's a lot but just take from it what works for you there's going to be some some ideas and challenges because I call them tools for your toolbox. And so after 21 days, you might only like two of them. And interestingly enough, when people do it again, different things pop out. So first of all, they're super proud of themselves because they're like, oh, I did that last year and I've actually incorporated that into my life. I'm, I'm aware, you know, like for example, gratitude journal. I think that's a really easy place to start. I shouldn't call it a journal, just a daily gratitude practice of yeah. starting to notice all the good things in your life as opposed to focusing on the bad things. I think right. that's a really easy one to put into your life to incre increase your happiness level, right? Mm -hmm. But um, but for someone else, it might be creativity. And again, that came from Brene Brown, just realizing that you need an outlet, you need something. And, and if it brings you joy, it doesn't have to bring you joy to have a positive effect, which I thought was right. crazy, but I was like, yeah. okay, I'll go with this. Um, so yeah, so at the end of the 21 days, it's not, it's, I think you have to choose what works for you, where you're at in your life. I don't, I'm not a firm believer in telling people what to do. I like to give people tools and say, yes. just, just pick something, but work on your happiness. So, yeah. So you just touched on it lightly, but I wanted to um, hopefully explain that a bit more for our listeners where you said that the journaling and all the tools won't, that's not going to necessarily bring you happiness and it's not going to be happy all the time because you have to release some of these emotions and some of these preconceived and pre-programmed concepts that you have uh, since childhood, I think. So can you explain a bit more about like, that maybe, for lack of a better word, darker side that will come out that helps you build towards getting to know you so that you can build towards happiness. It's like yes, a bit yeah. of a journey, right? It is a journey. And in fact, like I'm two years into this journey and I'm happier. And I think that's important to point out. Like, you know, some friends call me, oh, the happiness lady, you know? And I'm <laughs> like, it definitely, it has changed the conversations around me. But what I think is really important is it's, you're working on your happier and it's a journey and I'm still going to be working on it in 25 years because it's a journey to get to know yourself. Your life is changing. You're progressing. And so, okay, let me tell you a funny story about the dark side. So <laughs> okay, one of the 21 days is uh, how to ask for what you need. And part of that is getting to know yourself and say, I don't like this, or I do like this, or here's my boundary. Like, I love you and I want to help you, but this is my boundary. I need to take care of me. And mm. so one of the things I found is, again, I'll go back to journaling, is, you know, when somebody crosses that boundary, I'm trying to learn to set boundaries and take care of me so that I'm saying yes to the right things and no to the right things. Oh, and big one. That's a big one. It can one. get ugly, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I remember one day my husband and I, we during COVID, we walked every day and talked. And obviously the podcast was a big part of it um, because it was such a focus for me at the time. But just some big conversations. And and I, as I was learning to set my boundaries, I would snap. And, mm. you know, the happiness lady was not very pretty, you know? Like, <laughs> 
But not was, so happy at that point. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't the best side of me. And that was another thing I had to learn to accept is, you know, part of this is going to get messy. It's going to be ugly. And holy, there were some journal entries where I am ticked off. Like I am so yeah. mad. But I have to say, at the end of it, I felt better. And and, and it, it's like I processed it, right? So yeah, there is stuff that's going to come out and it is not always sunshine and roses. I'm going to say that again. It is not always sunshine and roses, right? But the cool thing is, is if you have these tools and you're feeling low because that I think life is, is up and down and it's a roller coaster journey, right? Yeah. If you have these tools and, and even like dealing with stress, because stress can obviously leads to not feeling great and unhappiness. How can you deal with that? And it's interesting because I have the 21 day challenge on my wall and some days in my regular everyday life, whether it's work or, you know, raising a teenager or whatever it is, I look at the wall and I'm like, what can I do? Like what could help me through this right now? Or at least just change my mindset because sometimes okay. that all it is is going down the, the rabbit hole of negativity is not good. Yeah. Yeah. You can spiral versus, I love the word that you used, which was processing it. So you have to release and process that emotion or whatever is happening in your life and move forward from it. Um, that's what I've learned is that you have to, you have to be in it. You have to feel it. You have to experience that, but don't get stuck in it. And that spiraling can be very dangerous and very hard to get out of. Right. Well, and one of the biggest things I learned uh, was self-compassion and that whole, mm. you know, ugh, acknowledging that this does not feel good. Yeah. This is like just saying, ugh, this is awful. I don't like this. And, and processing it, like just saying, I'm allowed to feel this because I think part of the way we're raised is you shouldn't feel that, you know, that term, don't yes. let people should all over you. No, no, this is how you feel. And you cannot process it and move through it. Like you say, until you acknowledge that you feel that and, and not shame yourself for feeling that, like you feel it. Don't, don't deny it. Don't try and tell yourself you don't feel it. Yeah. It, you, you feel it, own it and then go, okay, how do I get through this? Like, yeah, right. this sucks, but what's next? Got it. So on the opposite side of that, so there's the tough emotions that we have to process. But uh, for me, I know I'm, I'm a bit of a, uh, let's say overachiever, but that's not a good thing. But like accomplishments make me happy. <laughs> Checking things off a yep. list yep. makes me a happy human. I feel like I've done something in the day. Um, so if people want to do your 21 day challenge, how do they go about doing that? Do they go to your website or how do they start? Yes, absolutely. So on my website, there is a tab that says 21 day challenge. Oh, perfect. And <laughs> uh, we're actually starting one in a couple of weeks on the 31st of January, um, which I know that's probably a little tight from doing this interview, but um, I do more than one a year and uh, we're looking at running it evergreen so that people have it when they, when they want to do it. But um, mm -hmm. I always just tell people, just reach out. If there's something that I can do to help, that's why I I'm doing this. So um, I've done some private groups, like, you know, uh, uh, a manager wanted to run it with her team because mm. during, uh, during COVID we're all feeling a little blue. And so team building and connecting, uh, but personal growth can't hurt either. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, so along this journey that we've talked about, you have had, obviously, like you said, many ups and downs, what would you say are the most sort of unexpected benefits or things that happened along that path? 
Yeah, I there are so many things that have come out of this um, that I couldn't have foreseen. But I think my two biggest one is the community that I built. So the advice that I got with starting the podcast is don't do it alone because it can be a very lonely road. So create an online Facebook community or something, uh, you know, whatever pl- social platform you use. And here's the cool thing is then you get feedback and people say, I loved this or I really struggle with this. And it's created this whole community or people will just send me email love notes saying that really resonated with me. Thank you. So, you oh, know, that's lovely. So realizing, you know, I said I did it because I I didn't think I was alone on this journey. And the really cool thing is I'm not alone. And this whole community has surrounded me and we've changed the conversation about what we're talking about. And I think that is amazing. I like I think I get more out of it than I'm actually giving the community, which is, you know, like I did not foresee that at all. That was super fun. And the second one, I have to say, this one's huge for me is I think I'm a better mom. I've done so much work on myself, um, you know, like the self-compassion and forgiveness of myself and accepting that I'm not perfect and I'm going to make mistakes. And what's happened is we've not only, you know, we've changed the conversation around the dinner table so much in our house, but I have done so much work on myself that I am, I'm just a better mom. Like I see, I have these proud mom moments that I'm like (laughs) two years ago, I wouldn't have dealt like that. I, w- I wouldn't have dealt with that issue the way I just did. Like, oh, it's wow. like, yeah, it's, it's so cool. And I, again, not something that I foresaw when I wrote that journal entry, you know, but um, yeah, like nobody can take that away from me. I've done this work, no matter what happens from here. I've, I've learned so much. It's been amazing. I'm really glad you mentioned that because a lot of times, you know, they talk about moms and or parents, um, having to take care of yourself first before you can really be there for your kids. And I, I don't know that everybody, and I'm not a parent, so I can't speak about it, but I don't know that everybody fully understands what that means. And it sounds like you really discovered that as you went through this process. Yes. Um, you know what? And it's not just uh, a mom it's, you know, yeah. with everything. I think the more you, know love and trust yourself i'm going to come back to that because that's really what this journey has been for me is the more genuine me i can give people um and here's the thing i think this is one of the things that's been so huge for me is loving accepting myself things i saw in other people before that might have scared me or made me uncomfortable and i might have got a little judgy you know Mm. Mm. (laughs) not something i'm proud of yeah. I look at other people we all do it. now we, we do. I know it's, yes. it's not a, it's not a beautiful thing in us, no. but what I find is it comes from insecurity. And so yes. the more, the further I go on this journey, the more I look at other people and I, I see somebody who in the past, I might've been like, Whoa, what are you thinking? I'm like, you go girl, or you go dude, because like, I do your own thing. It. Yeah, yeah. You do you. Right. And so yeah. Um, I just, that is such a gift to be able to honor that in other people because I've learned to honor it in myself. And so, yeah, that's a gift. I think that actually will make you feel lighter and happier as well, because like, you're so right. Any judgments that we make of other people are something reflecting back at you about yourself that you, you're not comfortable with or something that triggers that. Right. And it's got nothing to do with the other person has everything to do with yourself. 
And so yeah. releasing that is like a different form of processing um, all of these things that are going on in you. So, so that, true. And I've been, um, I've been working with a coach recently and she's been teaching me like your body holds on to everything. Mm-hmm. So when you start to release these emotions and these, you will actually feel physically better, lighter, freer, more able to sort of exist <laughs> and work your way through life. So it's really been a, a fascinating journey for me too. That's awesome. I love it. I love because that whole body mind connection can be so powerful, right? Like realizing when you're stressed and and it's interesting because having done some reading and stuff, I'll say to my son when he's super stressed, I'm like, where do you feel it? Right. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's good to know. It's like, Oh, is this stress or is this anger? Because, you know, as you're figuring it out, it comes, like I said, with some of my ugly stuff, it just came out blah. Yes. (laughs) And you genuinely, it's a feeling because you feel it in your body kind of thing. So, um, so during this pandemic, there's a lot of isolation going on. There's a lot of stress, a lot of, um, like mental health is a top priority, I think for everybody. How do you, um, how do you advise? And I know you don't tell people what to do, but how would you advise people to sort of try to power through this um, and remain hopeful about us actually getting through this pandemic at some point uh, in life? Wow, I love that question. Yeah, I don't like to tell people what to do, but I am a firm believer that our happiness is is our own responsibility. So it's it's no fairy is going to come along and deliver it and it and it's just like when i get this promotion or when i get this job i will be happy guess what it it doesn't happen and i think that's such a yeah. huge realization so um i think i'm i'm gonna say journaling um <laughs> I, think, I truly believe getting to know yourself so one of the funny things that happened in this um process for me was my son came home with a, a personality quiz and he goes mom you got to try this so I took it and I was shocked Nilika, to find out that I am 61% introvert and I like I told you I'm super oh, social wow. right? I yeah. am a social introvert and so wow. what that means is I actually need time alone to recharge and uh, yes because I love people and I love going out I, I would constantly overextend myself and I would get sick so easily because I'm you know, now looking back, I'm like, wow, I just kept pushing my, I wasn't recharging. I wasn't taking care of, of me. Now I know it's a free test. It's not like, you know, 61%, you know, it's a number, but what it did for me is it made me realize that again, getting to know myself is that I, I need to coming back to taking care of yourself again. I need to find that balance. And so the funny thing out of it was my husband is 99% extrovert. So imagine, <laughs> right? Imagine balance. <laughs> balance. <laughs> imagine COVID for him. So being stuck at home uh, <laughs> with, with just the three of us. And so I would say, okay, you need to go have a, a social time with your guys, like whether it's on Zoom or whether it's, you know, the, I don't know if you guys Outside did this, but the, or, the driveway yeah. parties, everybody's yes, six feet yes. apart, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you need to go and you need to not drag us along because we don't need that. You need that. 
Right. It's been such a game changer in our household to say, you know, like just the other day, I said, how, how are you doing? Because we're in renovations. We, <laughs> we are not leaving the house. We're, you know, renovating and isolating. Um, oh, and so, but again, it's self-awareness, right? And so yeah. I, I believe that, um, I believe that journaling is a great way to get there. But again, some people that's big and scary. Um, so I'll just do a shameless plug. I think try my 21 day challenge because there's yeah. so much to learn about yourself in there. Like it's more than one person can take in in 21 days. But what it is, it's a taste of things and just start one small step. I think one small step towards your happier. Yes. You know, it's not going to change the world, but it could change a little thing in your day, you know, once a week or whatever. But just start start there one small step. Which will snowball into actually changing your life. It gets addictive. Way, right? Yeah. <laughs> it totally does. Okay, what's next? I got this. What's next? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like yeah. 21 days. Easy peasy. <laughs> um, why did you choose 21 for your challenge? Oh, there was no real logic to it. Um, 30 days felt like too long. Too long. Uh, in, yeah. You know, um, somebody said, oh, well, you know, you can create a habit. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. We're not doing one thing for 21 days. I, right. you're drinking from a fire hose. Like, <laughs> this is, this is a year's worth of lessons. Um, I just want you to have a taste of it. I don't know. 21. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, don't I, know. Thought, I thought it might've been the habit piece, but yeah, you're saying it's, it's more than that. It's more than a habit. It's a, it's a learning, it's a course, it's a actual challenge. It, it really is. Yeah. I mean, and, yes. and yeah, it is. But, and I tell people though, like, if you miss a day, please do not beat yourself up. Like self-compassion comes into play. <laughs> that's exactly it. Like just yeah. realize that this journey is going to be what it's meant to be for you. If you stop after day three, there's yeah. no judgment because if you did day one, two, and three, you already have lots to run with. So yeah, just, just go with it. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay. So we'll get everyone to sign up for the 21 day challenge and start <laughs> their journey towards happier yay um and aside from that what would be your i guess closing words of wisdom for our listeners who are um now have their interest peaked about this and and want to kind of maybe they want to start journaling or take that first step towards their own happier life i think everyone's happiness is inside of them and so mm. i really think don't be afraid to take that first step and like you said, it's not always um, going to be pretty, but it you are worth the journey. There is such beauty inside of each and every one of us and unique beauty. There is something that you were meant to do on this earth. And the more you get to know yourself, then the more you get to work towards that because and it doesn't matter what that is. So we are not none of us are meant to do the same thing so the sooner you find your beauty and your uniqueness the sooner you get to share your light with everybody else and i just think that's beautiful that's amazing and what i love about what you just said is that you are worth the journey because a lot of people don't understand that and we are all absolutely worth the time the effort and uh, the opportunity to live our best lives so yeah. thank you for that this was great. Um, I'm happier <laughs> having talked to you. So thank you very much for that. Thank you for joining us today. And I am sure a lot of our listeners have benefited from it. We will put your website in the description of the podcast so that everyone can 
go ahead and click on there and start their 21 day challenge. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Naluka. This was a lot of fun. Thank you.